How do you get from Hello World to Clash of Clans? Welcome to Growth Masterminds with John Goodseer. We know marketing analytics helps you grow, right? But there's different needs at different stages of development. From just barely starting out Hello World stage to having a massive, big, global money winner. To dive into how those needs change over time, we're chatting with Claire Rosane. She leads user acquisition at Product Netness, has a long history in UA and marketing. She's been at Match, Mappy, and multiple other brands before. Welcome, Claire. Thank you. Thank you for the invite, John. I'm so pleased to be here with you to speak about this topic today. Like, uh, really happy to be here. Awesome. Really looking forward to it. You're usually in London, but right now you're in France. You mentioned you're in the forest, but you have Wi-Fi. So that's very, very cool. Let's start here. Does a total beginner need any marketing analytics at all? Well, I would say yes, definitely. Like, you know, uh, I began my passion with uh, digital marketing. I actually created a lot of uh, websites uh, where I was looking for the niche subject that was uh, going to to spike and make me uh, being rentable on AdSense, for instance. So, so this story, like it began all with analytics. Like at the moment on marketing, what is magic even more on digital marketing is that you can measure everything and you can understand people a bit more. And I think that's why people love deterministic data, right? Like we know it's not good for privacy, but you need to understand your market. Like what is the niche topic that is going to spike? What are people are looking for to to get success out of it. And this, today we are really lucky that uh, a lot of companies, uh, even more the GAFA gives you uh, ways, actually, even if they use the data, of course, to understand people. Like today, you can really easily uh, implement for free Firebase. Uh, uh, you can also have a G tag on your website, uh, on your header, and you can understand what is the funnel of your user. And all of this can make you better and more open-minded of what your user is actually looking for. And this is key, to be honest, to scale and uh, deliver what the people are looking for already. So you're saying, hey, bring in analytics right from the beginning. You understand what's going on. You see what's happening. You see what people are doing, what they're not doing. You understand how to make your app better, how to make your user experience better, and ultimately how to grow. Now, when do you start bringing in something like maybe attribution? Uh, is that when you're, you, you, there is some attribution, of course, in Firebase, some limited stuff, but when do you start getting serious about that? When you start making your first revenue, when you're hitting, hitting certain download levels, uh, what's your impression there? Well, you know, I think the first step is really to bet all on organic, like you're going to bet on uh, on what you, you are going to have on social media, you are going to bet on what you are going to have on your ranking on the store and so on. And once you really understand what works, like because you, you know, you fail fast, you learn fast and you, you deliver the product that you really trust into it. Like it's the case of uh, a lot of hypercausal studio, for instance, they create every day. And once they are sure it's going to work, you invest, they invest in the product and they are going to pay attention at each dollar. And as it's your, your first application or your first website, it's like your baby. You want to count everything and you need an attribution, basically, solution because without this, you're just going to lose your money. You know, when you begin, you don't have a lot. To be honest, like uh, testing stuff is really pricey, costly. And if you don't have the data on the top, you can't do it. But if you don't have have it during your campaigns, uh, you can't learn from it and you can't be rentable. 
like you need to understand what are your key things and for this like the attribution is really important because you need to understand uh, where you're going to be the most valuable to make your business even more grow and without this it's impossible yeah that makes a lot of sense so let's say that you you've started your app you're seeing some success and you're making some thousands of dollars a month it's not a massive business you're not putting clash of clans off the you know not dumping clash of clans off the top 10 and in, in gross revenue or anything like that but you're doing something good you're you're meeting some success you're making meeting a client need what do you need next how do you what, what's the next level so you need first to be rentable. You need to calculate what is the price of your user and how you are going to rentabilize it. You need to get strong KPI that will uh, help you to understand your business, but also to convince others that your business is rentable because at the end of the day, uh, what is key is to convince others as well that you're going to, to be uh, the person they want to work with. Uh, the person they will want to join the uh, adventure because if it's your baby at the beginning, then it becomes a family, you know, like uh, you need other people, you need other perception to grow and to make it bigger. And I'm not even speaking only uh, of financial people because of course you will need some metrics to convince them, but you need also some talents to join you at the beginning of this journey. And without them, you're not going to scale. Like you need a different perception. You need to open your mind. And I think with those numbers, it's something tangible. You know, it's not something out of nowhere. It shows uh, that you invested time and accurate resources uh, in a budget on a project that you trust in and that you are really serious about it. So I think it's important to to have a payback windows to to show it to investor like uh, this is uh, of course uh, really true but you also need to to convince uh, proper talent to join you and uh, you know like you, you need to to wake up their appetite for new adventures yes yes good good point very good point now there's a big difference between the mobile developer who is maybe solo, maybe a couple people, and they're making 100K, a couple hundred K a year, something like that, off of one or more apps, uh, and the mobile publisher who's in seven or eight figures of revenue. How does that shift, that differentiation impact what tools you need? Actually, uh, more you grow, more you spend, more you have responsibilities. Even if you don't spend a lot, you also have a lot of responsibility, but more your people that are on board with you and you have a real team and it grow more and more and more. And you know, like you have a lot of shareholders, so you need to convince each time and to be sure that what you have is actually great and that you are going in the right direction and always uh, test different things, go on different things, like more budget you have, more test opportunities you're going to have. But you need also to, to scale your, your revenue in safe, uh, safe part of the business where you think you're going to have a payback. And uh, I will say this is where is the difference, but it's not like you are little, you don't have any responsibility because a little company I mean, how many little companies are today bought by, by big companies? Like, I mean, it happens every day. Like uh, all the startups in gaming that are raising uh, millions and millions of dollars. I think a uh, big business, like I was watching a, 
a study that said that strong, like big business are getting bigger. And actually it's true, but it's also because they are buying a lot of new startups that bring new products on the market, right? And new uh, innovative things that little app publisher, uh, they had um, you know, the, um, the passion to develop and the courage as well to, uh, to make something new and to take a real risk and make it grow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where do you get into the need for things like cost aggregation when, you know, for instance, you're using many different partners? Uh, what's the stage at which you need something like that? So this is actually key. Like today I'm uh, on the side where I'm working in a big company and uh, we use Singular, which is a, a solution, which is uh, one of the best, I think, in cost aggregation. And we use it every day because every day, everyone in the team, in the family is going to ask us like, what's going on? Like what happened yesterday? Why did you have this spike? And you need to, to be accountable because, you know, like, at the end, it's only numbers, but it's actually like the job of a million and million of people. Like you need to, to be careful and understand that what you are doing, like you need to do it also uh, accurately. You need always to test, but you need as well, like to be cautious because there is the consequences as well. So you need some tools that are going to tell you, you're not going the right, to do the right thing and you need to have a, you know, a lot of automation and things like that, that remind you that even if you're a marketer that always wants to try new things and discover new things, uh, first you are in a business and you want to be rentable. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. I don't know if you use this, but there's a lot of people at scale who have very significant BI infrastructures internally, and they use tools like ETL or something like that. Where does that fit in? Yeah, so actually we use it as well. Like uh, we have uh, a lot of resources internally that are spent into our BI tool. I'm really proud to be honest. Uh, my manager worked uh, really closely uh, with all the BI um, development uh, internally. And of course we have a ETL and we load the data every day and we have data coming from everywhere as well. And it's such a pleasure to be honest to work on those tools because it's like, it's super reactive. It's something that is real time. It's something where you have evolution. It's something when you also have holistic views, like all of these, like you need to some talent as well to work with you to, to build it. Because even if it can seem like a, something pricey, it's something that is at the center of the business to make people being smarter and understand more what they are doing and what the user as well is feeling about the product and uh, how it takes it like. Uh, so yeah, definitely. <laughs> that makes a ton of sense. Anything else? What else? What other tools do you need at hyperscale where you are? You've mentioned attribution. You've mentioned all different types of analytics from the very base level, like Firebase or something like that. Uh, we've talked about BI, cost aggregation, ETL. Is there anything else that you need at hyperscale to really grow well? Yeah, I think you need to be really holistic. Like you need to follow KPI to be deterministic, but uh, I mean, because there is a need for it, there is a financial need, even if we are going to see that it's going to be more and more complicated and difficult. But you need to keep this holistic view that on a business, like you can spend a lot, a lot, a lot, 
but you're not the only one that is going to act on the revenue. Uh, you can get new user, but after, like in the middle of the funnel and end of the funnel, you don't have the right product. Like you're never going to make value of it. So you need to have tools that go beyond the paid attribution. You need to have tools that analyze the push notification open rate. You, have, you need to have people that that analyze also the live ops event. Like what is the retention? You need to go always deeper into the funnel to understand better the user journey. So I think it's definitely this, like not just uh, stop at the upper top of the funnel because it's your job and stop day seven because it makes no sense, but always follow the core evolution, always uh, communicate with CRM team, always communicate with developer, always communicate with everyone. Like, um, you know, Spotify, they made those new uh, team, which is uh, amazing where you have one person from uh, user acquisition, one person in, from product, one person uh, from de development, for instance, and they are all one team. And I feel like it makes so much sense nowadays to work like this because we are all experts in what we are doing and we learn so much from each other. And I think that's where you feed the, the best, the product, and so what you give to the end user and that's where you, you can have a, a really good uh, Results. So I would say definitely not just stop at the user acquisition first. Uh, first KPI. Love it. I love it absolutely because it's not just about the technology; it's about the team, right? What you can do together, what you can learn together, and the complete user journey—not just acquisition. What people are doing in your app, how that's working, monetization, engagement, retention—all those other things fitting together. That makes a lot of sense. We have some big changes ahead of us as an in industry. We know that iOS 14 is here. There's going to be a big change with IDFA in 2021. We don't know exactly when. We wonder, we think that something may happen with Google's identifier as well. How does this whole mix of technology and how you work change in that coming reality? Yeah, so 100%, it actually changed uh, my whole uh job description as now uh, I'm going to work on influencer marketing, something I used to do when I work for in dating, but something I felt that was always, you know, pushed back in gaming environment. So I'm really happy about it. Uh, we are going to, to watch performances uh, more holistically and also find new opportunities to still being behavioral. So uh, having a really highly engaged audience uh, that have some interest into our product but on another way. And that's what is amazing with this change is that we are going to find new ways to, to be where the user is and where they are looking for us or, and being here the right time. So I think influencer marketing is definitely a good answer for this. And to do like a broader answer, I think like uh, being holistic and look at incrementality is definitely something to, that will be key and is really important uh, nowadays for the marketer. Excellent, excellent. Lots of change coming up. That sounds interesting for you. Lots to learn there, I'm sure, and lots to, to grow on and find. That's gonna be really interesting working with influencers, right? Uh, there'll be some measurables there. You may choose to use an app to web to app type of, uh, of flow or have mobile web in there somewhere. So you've got a measurement stage at some point and it'd be very interesting to see how that develops. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and I'm really happy that it's challenging as well all the MMPs because they are all really interested into this actually at the moment and also uh, understanding the value that we got from it. 
because as you know, like Apple is a bit, I mean, with YouTube attribution, like it's a, it's a real, uh, it's a real threat for influencer marketing, but yeah. we will find uh, always some, some things to, to find it out. And definitely I think, uh, it's super challenging and inter interesting to pitch for it because it's something new. And, you know, there is so much new channel that, uh, you know, we had to pitch a lot before everyone was convinced. Like I remember at Project Madness, I launched Snapchat, like no one was uh, even made campaign on Snapchat. And now uh, it's one of our best partner and uh, we have so much value there. So it's always this circle to, to test fast, learn fast, fail fast and grow. Excellent. Excellent. Well, Claire, I want to thank you so much. It's been really, really interesting. You have an amazing background because you have worked your way from very small to the very biggest of apps. And so you've seen the whole gamut and you're adapting really, really well to the change that we see happening in the industry. So thank you so much for spending some time with us. Thank you, Jen. It was a pleasure and I'm honored to be with you. I'm a big fan of all your content. <laughs> thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, Jen. <laughs>